welcome to episode 119. I'm Sabrina Lynn and this is Rewilding. We're doing something different today. We have a guest on the show for the very first time. We have a lot of requests to have guests on the show and we have always said no. This time we reached out and asked this beautiful, amazing, wise woman to join us on the podcast. Her name is Kenlyn Colleen. She hosts Divine Feminine Summit. She did last year, she did this year. We were a part of it both years and it was just beautiful. And I felt like she would be able to, after listening to many feminine spiritual leaders bring through activations, bring through an interview, a conversation, bring through some insights and some wisdom. After listening to this, I felt like Kenlyn has this amazing bird's eye view on and a, and a finger on the pulse of where things are at. And that's what came through in this conversation with Kenlyn is both of us feeling into where are we at as a collective? Where are we at with like divine feminine rising? Where are we at with reclaiming our sexuality? Where are we at with sacred union? Where are we at with the divine masculine and the evolution of the masculine? Where are we at with these different aspects of consciousness? Where are we at with our ability to manifest these things into the physical world? I loved this conversation. I love this woman. You'll find more information about her in the links below. If you're listening at the time that this is coming out, you'll hear me refer to reunion. You'll find more links about that as well. It's, um, it's right now it's only open for a limited time. We might make that a little bit more available, but we have to get through the creation period first. So you'll also find links for that below. Um, our website, rewildingforwomen.com, is a really great place to come hang out with us. And I've got a favor to ask. So I have a huge favor to ask. If you could please <laughs> leave a note, a comment, a review on whatever platform you're listening to the podcast on, it would be so amazing for us. Um, we're kind of shifting some things around and we're putting a bit of focus on our podcast in a way that we haven't before. And your reviews would be so incredibly helpful and, um, and it would mean a lot <laughs> to me. It would mean a lot to me. So if it feels right for you um, to leave a review, to share the podcast in any way that you feel to, um, please do. And if it feels right to connect in, um, in deeper ways with us or with Kenlyn, feel free to do that too via the links below. All right, enjoy this episode. Wow, do we have an exciting conversation, exciting topic, exciting podcast episode to share with you all today. This is the very first time that we have ever had anyone on our podcast, ever, ever, Kenlyn. This is the first time. Yes. So everyone, I would love for you to meet Kenlyn. Kenlyn, please. Like this is the first time ever. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's so insane and then awesome. And thank you. Thank you. I feel like, 
I feel really deeply honored and maybe we're like breaking some new ground here. <laughs> That's kind of what we do, don't we? <laughs> right. That's exactly how it feels, Kedlin, is kind of breaking into something new, breaking beyond previous ways of doing stuff. And I think that's part of the theme I want to talk about today. But before we get into themes that we're going to explore and discover, I just want to give you a huge shout out and let everybody know this woman is magic. Um, oh. I've done the Divine Feminine Summit with her last year in 2020 and then this year again in 2021. And not to put any pressure on us, Kenlyn, but <laughs> <laughs> there is this if Kenlyn and I on this really wild day, which is a day where astrology is super intense and super crazy and Mercury is like going direct. So I don't know if it's gonna happen, but <laughs> um, lots of people know us for our capacity to just weave mm. and weave in this really wild way that I don't experience very often with others. Mm. So, mm. and it's already happened a little bit in our intro talk where Kenlyn will share something and it's just those truth chills. You know, I think we all kind of get them in different ways, but just the chills that, that pour down. And it was one of the topics that gave me the chills. Um, Kenlyn, when you were sharing about this, bringing the work that we do in retreat and workshop into our lives, into mm -hmm. the world. Um, but before that, Kenlyn, can you just share a tiny little bit about yourself or maybe a lot about yourself, but anything that you feel to share in this moment, even if it's, yeah, I'm just going to pass it over mm. to you. Mm. Well, I think it's good to create a context. Um, so for those who don't know, we have been playing together, Sabrina and I in the Divine Feminine Summit. And that's something that I created at the beginning of 2020 without having a clue what 2020 <laughs> was going to bring. And, and then also creating 2021 without having a clue of what 2021 was gonna bring. And what I am seeing in myself is that I get to curate a conversation of the feminine that I don't even know what it is. So it's quintessentially feminine that I'm curating something I don't know, but I'm trusting that the feminine way is all of these beautiful strands of multicolored tapestry that I get to be a part of the weaving of that. And so as I step forward and, and offer things, I'm seeing my own dharma and my own calling become clearer. And for those of you who don't know me from the summit, um, I used to be a lawyer. And I, I have to say that because <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the cosmic joke to me that the goddess would choose me to represent the divine feminine when I truly have embodied the divine masculine. And I lived it. I felt comfortable in it. I was like a baller. Um, I I could sit in a boardroom with men and command, and I I loved it. And my awakening process was like a ten year long process of basically crying and coming into my heart. And that 
became the doorway of my awakening into the feminine. So I'll say more probably about all of that, but that's just the context that I find myself in um, as I as I as I have this conversation with you and I, and what I'm trusting is going to happen between us and because what I know happens between us is that something new shows itself to both of us and to those who are listening. So if you're listening, be prepared for something new to happen to you. Love that. I feel you just sprinkling <laughs> magic dust. <laughs> and I can very much relate. I was a scientist and then I was a corporate baller, right? I was in those boardrooms negotiating the shit out of things. And I was fully, I was a captain of the rugby team. Right. So I can absolutely relate to your story, Kenlin, and I love that you shared that. And I know that so many women, not all, but a lot of women who are part of the rewilding community can relate in some form or fashion, either in their own lives or in lives of women close to them. So love that you've kind of woven that in. Um, Oh, there's so much I want to dive into. Uh, but what I want to dive into first is I would love, Kenlin, if you could share with us what you've seen from the 2021 summit. Mm-hmm. So like you get to curate and you get to see all of these beautiful teachers who are really aligning with the divine feminine, with the path of the feminine. And not even that, I feel like it's even a step beyond just the divine feminine, it's almost this new spirituality. And I don't like saying that because there's all sort of weird connotations to that, but this cutting edge, this, you know, like razor's edge of where we're at in human consciousness, even not just with where we're at with the divine feminine, but where we're at with human consciousness. And I would love to just turn it over to you, Kenlin, and just hear what you've seen or felt or threads and synchronicities and weavings that you've seen. Oh yeah, this is so awesome. This is so good. So, so just so y'all know, like I, I lived in Boulder uh, before, uh, as I was on my spiritual path and there was a man named Ken Wilbur there and um, he's, he's in Denver now, but uh, I wasn't hugely influenced by him, but he was in the field. And so I learned a little bit about stage and stays states and stages. I learned a bit, a little bit about a few things, and I'm going to presence one of the things I learned from him. And that is to say that stages of consciousness get created. The next ones get created by the people in the current stage of consciousness. That, that is exciting to me. So we have a say. We're not, we're not just going along. We have a say in how the future unfolds. So in that context, what I'm seeing is that I'm getting glimpses of the future that we're creating. That's like that morphogenetic field that is alive. It is, it is dynamic. Um, and and the so the summit. So so like the 2020 in the summit had a completely different flavor than the 2021, and that surprised me because. You know, I'm living life in the trenches as all of you are. <laughs> Every day I have to feed myself and we have to go do grocery shopping and do things like that. So I'm not 
tracking. I don't know that I'm tracking. But then when I start to have conversations, I'm realizing, oh, wow, this is what's happening in consciousness. And, and I will say, I feel like the feminine is on point and leading it. Yeah, and I think you've referenced totally. that. That's yeah. what, yeah. yep. You and I spoke about this in our talk in the summit too. Yep. That's right. And so Sabrina, for me in 2020, like Kali Ma was the, she was like <laughs> the most popular archetype in the 2020 summit, which I was just like, I, she hardly got in, right? Except you <laughs> present. Like, you, were so, you were like, no, I don't really want, no. <laughs> I mean, all I could imagine was like the whole thing's not going to work. But, right. you know, you know, like death and destruction I, and you're like for love, you know, and I was like, okay, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> like, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> exactly. That's what, that's what happened. So, so she, you know, so that foretold, that foretold the Pluto wrecking ball that was, and how it was going to wreck marriages, jobs school ways of being social bullshit, structure yeah yeah all of it so that so the summit ended up foretelling for me like what was going to happen so that's good news because then we fast forward to 2021 and the energy of the summit i my first interview was <laughs> you're not going to believe this my first interview was sacred courtesan Oh, of course. Of I'm course. Like, I didn't plan that. That's just how like I get to my schedule and it's like that's that, right? Yep. So Saida Desile comes in and she's the founder of the Jade movement and she starts to talk about feminine empowerment with sexuality. Yep. And I'm just like I, okay, at the end of the interview I was fully lit up like i didn't yeah. have anyone to have sex with uh, you know other than myself but it was like i could do it because it was like i'm fully lit up I, I, shakti was running through me and i was like this is going to be so exciting because now we're coming out of the wrecking ball and the destruction and we're and we're we're, we're owning it we're getting it so I'll stop there. It's like, this is your this is your domain. <laughs> no, no, no. I love this. This is so beautiful, Kenlin. And to, and it's almost like the destruction. And if we weave sexuality into creation, which is what it is, right? We go from destruction to now we're in the sexually creative, juicy, charged place of what are we going? how are we going to make love? That's almost how it feels. Like, it's not like we're being impregnated yet. It's how are we going to make love this year with all of the different things that we make love to? And there must be a better way to make love to each other, to make love to the world, to make love to government systems, to make love to the way we educate, to, right? Like this making love thing is really what I'm feeling. And if I can share just a little bit of reflection of what's going on for us this year so far, our last two YouTube videos have been on the sacred prostitute. <sighs> That's just what has arisen. And 
it's also been what our community is asking for. So it's the energy that's organically arising and it's what our community is asking for is, is this energy, is this, this making love energy, this sacred sexuality, sacred union is another huge thread for us, huge topic for us, huge theme. The one program that we are launching or doing right now, the only program that we're pouring all of our energy into is the program called Reunion, which is the making love within self of masculine and feminine energies. It, it is, and all of the other aspects of self, not just those two individually. So mm. I want to throw mm. the ball back, pass it back over to you. This is like playing volleyball mm. and I'm mm. going to pass it back over to you. Ooh, that is so, I love the way you really contained that, shaped that. Cause see, so this is what I'm, I'm like, we have these energies and most of us have no clue what they mean. You know, we're all like, what does that mean? How does that work? But when we start being in the conversation with each other, we're shaping these energies, we're giving form to them. And that's so important for the conscious mind to have because then it starts to orient our way of being and where we're headed. And, uh, and, and you're right, in, in our, even in our group too, after all of those videos igniting the sexuality, we're seeing women like, oh my God, I'm owning and claiming the parts of me that I, I didn't even know was there or I knew and I, and you're reminding me I suppressed. So I'm feeling we're coming out of the woundology, acknowledging the wounds and then asking, how do we make love? And I love the idea that we're not impregnated yet. Like there's, there's more that we're creating, but we're not going to miss a step. Yes. And, and consciousness has it. She has it down. But we're not going to miss a step. Yeah, say what you're gonna say. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm like, I have so many feels, Kenlin. Every time you and I weave together, it's just this whole body experience, this whole being experience that happens. And it's just stunning and glorious and just the the yeah, the truth chills and everything that's going on as we kind of talk and weave. There's a piece I want to ask you about around feeling into the summit and the community who's gathered around the summit. So the leaders, as well as the participants of the summit and feeling into like, where are we at with sexuality, with this, mm. like if you were going to say like where collectively, of course we're all individually at very, very different levels, but collectively, like where are we at? Are we, mm. I would just love to pass that piece over to you. Ooh, that is next level. Um, gosh, and I would really love to curate that conversation inside of our communities. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try to put my pulse, I'm going to put my finger on the pulse as I can. Um, and I think the best way I've always known to speak about stuff like this is to also speak about how it's moving through me, because that's the most honest thing I can say. Yeah collectively the conversation is happening so let's let's just say we know that collectively it's on the table it was not on the table yep. last year in fact really oh, i'm with you 100 percent. not at all uh-huh yep we tried to bring it through 
And that interview got rescheduled many, many times. It was wow. the last interview that got done. The person was, was ill <sighs> and um, had gone through also a huge, huge, huge interpersonal thing. So it was not, it, it was a beautiful transmission, but not of the energetics that are occurring now. Right. So just presencing the, the, the juxtaposition, I'm going to say that now that energy, it came through, you know, various speakers, uh, Shakti, like Himalaya and I in the opening ceremony. Uh, we did that after the sacred courtesan. We did, a, you know, after several of the others were um, Edgewalker high priestess, you know, th those were cut. So, so there's a way that sexuality is on the table and and as a collective, I believe we are recognizing that holy goddess, there's a whole power that we have not used, we have not utilized, we have not run through our bodies. And fear, um, abuse, um, you know, burned at the stake literally and figuratively of all the reasons why we haven't we have we had legitimate reasons for that not happening and there's something about the way that 20 that 2020 ran itself and i even really believe that it my suspicion is it has a lot to do too with the people of color and black people who who stood up to really say this is so not okay yeah and that there's just some I don't know, unleashing of your right. That's not okay. And so's this not okay. And this is not okay. And I have this power. And uh, so I'm, I, I think I'm just, I don't know yet. I'll be able to say more later, but as looking prospectively, I'm just going to say like, I'm feeling there's some, some contribution that was pretty significant. And then um, I'll say like from my own experience, I have known that I have been playing that area of my life through like attachment issues, uh, sexuality through my attachment issues, anxious, avoidance, like that kind of dynamic. And for the first time for me personally, I'm feeling like, oh, wow, I, I, there's a liberation inside my being that is that is whole and complete, that isn't engaging the attachment issues and is running that energy for my own pleasure, not to get something, not to manipulate someone, not to even be sexy. <laughs> it's just for me. Yep. So does that, does that support, like, is that what, what, totally. tell me what you're dialing yes. into. <laughs> yes. So, I'm the piece that I'm feeling, and it's almost like I'm going to jump ahead. I'm feeling that what everything that you're saying, and I'm in absolute agreement with it was like, it wasn't on the table in 2020. It was mm -hmm. just not, it was so much destruction, so much stripping, so much Kali, like you were just beautifully speaking. God, this is not okay. And this is not okay. And this is not okay. And 
who wants to make love when we're wielding a sword? You know, like rarely are we able to embody both energies of like make love while wielding a sword. This is not okay. Like that's a really like extreme expression of divinity when we're able to do that. But so, so I'm so agreeing with you. And now I'm feeling that that's coming alive as well in just in the collective, the, the sexuality piece is coming alive. The part that I'm finding very interesting, and this is what you sparked in me when you were speaking, was if we're going to now be shifting into, in, in whatever way we are, because it's very individual for all of us, but we're going to be shifting into a way of, of, of expressing our sexuality or of exploring our sexuality, whether that be with ourselves or that be in the world in some way or that be with an individual or individuals in some way, it makes me go into the part around now as the feminine, we're going, where's the masculine? Where's the divine masculine in this? Whether that's in myself, that's in the world, or that's in another. If, if there is to be this exploration of our sexuality, right? And this making love, making love to who, to what? Mm. How do we want to do that? Where do we want, like, what are we called to do? And I'm feeling like this year, there will be this shift. And this is kind of part of just what's coming through for us in in our community and, and in the programs that are being created for us, like reunion, it's open to men, right? But this like shift over of I now, if I'm really opening up to the fullness of, of my feminine, I now have to look at, well, is my masculine able to hold the fullness of my feminine? That like, is, if I'm opening up to the fullness of my sexuality, well, where is my masculine counterpart to that, that can support that, that can help awaken me to my fullness in my sexuality? Or where is that in another human being? So my sense, this is just my sense, is that there's going to be this, you know, almost spotlight put on divine masculine. If not this year, to me, that's kind of what's, what's happening now is we got to really shine the light on toxic masculine last year, right? Like toxic masculinity <laughs> and toxic masculine. And now it's, it's okay. Where's the evolution there? Where's the, yeah. So I would love to pass that back over to you, mm. how that feels for you or what you're seeing or. Sensing. Oh, I'm so lit up by that. Yes, yes, yes. And there's, there's several parts that I want to point to. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to point to the, the part that you said first, because I really want us as a community to to hold this as a declaration, knowing like from what I said at the beginning, we're creating the future, the stages <sighs> of consciousness. So let's like say, yes, we have a fully liberated divine masculine in his power in the world as guardian, as warrior, as lover, as magician, as king, like, yes to all of that becoming awakened and they get they're overcoming their woundology around i was not ever ever able to cry so now they're in their hearts and crying and and strong and totally in their root 
so yes, I feel I, I was told several years ago in um, my leadership program, one of the, the teachers said that the masculine's going to have their day really soon. She said five years. Um, so I think it's probably happening sooner because we we're we're watching the beginnings as as we're creating the beginnings. So I I want to presence that and absolutely hold space for the other. And what's so exciting to me that when you were sharing that, that I, I was lit up in my body is that for the first time, it was like after the summit, what I, what I felt in myself was the sexual, sexually expressed, sexually freed divine masculine in oh, myself. Wow. Right, right right? So that baller in the boardroom kind of one who I know so well, it, it actually, I started to play with that energy becoming the lover to my feminine. And why that was so important for me was because all these years I've been looking, you know, I've been seeking and looking. Are you, and, and honestly, I have to you know, I'll call myself out. Like in those old periods, I was like, are you my mommy? I'd be asking the masculine, like, are you my mommy? Cause I was really looking to be, to be healed yeah, and for validation. And after the summit, I was like, no, like give it to yourself woman. <laughs> and I was like, I can, and, and, I, and I'm kind of playing with that, but really, truly, it happened to me as a revelation of giving it to myself. And I, I, I can feel that that's part of the creation, the co-creation of what's coming is because I'm actually manifesting it on the inside. Does oh. that make sense? One, yes, it makes absolute sense. Two, I just want to give you the biggest shout out for being so vulnerable and so real and so raw and so honest. I think that gives so many people permission to just go, shit, I can relate. I was actually looking for this in a lover. I was looking for daddy. I was looking for mommy. I was looking for something in a lover. So woman like, oh, thank you. That is just beautiful and amazing. Um, and to hear where things are at for you right now, where things are at for you now. Like, oh, I, I feel the liberation. I feel the freedom. And that there's this excitement in my body too of just like, ah! and this is going to lead me in. I, we could talk about this forever and I could talk about sacred sexuality and I could talk about divine union for forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. But I know that there's this genius that you have, and I really want to be able to mm. tap into that and to share that. And, and it's this piece that you were talking about around like manifesting that on the inside, mm. right? I don't even, I don't know the exact words, but it was something along those lines of it being on the inside. And then what that kind of took me to was mm. that being created on the inside. How does that then call it in on the outside? in the physical world or in relationship or the physical expression of that. And we can weave through that or, but what I really want to weave into, and this was kind of the next topic I wanted to get into was, you know, we, 
you and I, we, we hold retreats and we hold workshops and we hold these big, beautiful spaces. And you've just created this beautiful summit, which is very experiential. And there's meditations and there's all of this inner exploration. But then it's like when the rubber meets the road, like how do we bring this into daily life? How do we translate all of this goodness that we're doing, all of this reclamation, this healing, this awakening, this evolving on the inside and bring it into our physical world and, and share, gift the world with it, bring it into our relationships, into our sex lives, into our family lives, into our work. And that's what I would love to, to dive into next. Mm, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, that question I love so much because it really is why I'm here. It's 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 the template of how I was formed, created, and how I feel that truth in my heart. It like pierces <laughs> my heart, and I feel that so strongly in you. And I'm so happy we're opening this door. That's all I want to say. It's just I feel it in my heart so so that truth so 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 deeply. Yeah, and I, I feel like that's how I got conscripted by the by the goddesses into the awakening and rising of the divine feminine because she was like, you really get what that we got to bring this work out into the world. So there will be people who go into the depths of people's wounds, like my my good friend Ina, who's the shaman. She'll like go there with you. There's depth teachers like yourself, like you, like your brilliance is at a Astounding, and you help people understand these energies and and use them. So everyone, we all have a role. We're weaving these tapestries, and part of my divine masculine gets to be in service to the divine feminine to bring the work out into the world. And that's another way that I wanted to presence um, that when how we make love in that sacred union on the inside is 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 how we make love to the world, like yes. in our projects. Yes. yes, yes, in our expression. And so part of, like after the summit, I, en I enroll people into the Divine Feminine Inner Circle. And that work is about bringing your vision, well, well really getting a vision if you don't have one, bringing it to, uh, life and then bringing it out into the world. And that's my particular jam because I'm very aware that if we're not doing that, then I like, I'm just doing math and I'm looking at how many people there are on the planet. <laughs> just, okay. How do we get to 7 billion and growing? Oh, I get it. We create an army. So you and I, and others are here to, to train up teachers, to train up leaders. And, and to me, leaders isn't that top hierarchical structure. It's, of course, the leadership of your own life, the leadership of your circle. And the thing, and I'll say this and hopefully like hear this, the thing you're here to do. I was, uh, my story is I've tried to do many, many things because I can do many things. I'm a projector in human design, for God's sake. I'm interested in everything. I can do anything and everything. But that's, they didn't work, things didn't work as in terms of the flourishing of my dharma until I landed on what is mine to bring. And there's some grieving, right? Because if you like to play bright, shiny objects, you know, I like them all. 
I had to start saying, like using the divine masculine to focus and choose. And, and so what I'm noticing, like in my community is the feminine wants to serve so much. And, and a lot of the people who come and work with me in my business groups or in the inner circle have a lot of feminine energy that they didn't really value at all. And they are scared of masculine structure, like technology is a big one. Right. And uh, like I, and you know, scheduling and calendars and, and um, being responsible for other people. Like there's lots of things that stops them from contributing. And so I'm so gratified that I get to actually be an interruption to that. And I represent for them that masculine, like side that can grow their own masculine while holding the frequency of the heart open. And yes, we're not going to do it the same way. We're not going to work 80 hours a week and run ourselves into the ground. We're actually going to care for ourselves and, and work that yoga of she who wants to be fluid and she who wants some damn rails. <laughs> she wants some banks to that river so she knows what she's doing next. So that I feel like the, the, the thing that we get to do is as a collective, and I'll end here, and, uh, is to just, we get to bring it out. And there's an art form to it. Um, today I listened to my women, we're working on our our uh, our messaging really in in my class and so many people's messaging is so broad that no one can find them yes. and and so then the feedback comes back of like oh maybe i'm not really needed and <sighs> and it's and it's like no 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 so how about playing with this laser message and then i watch the body light up so there's a yoga that we're now being asked to embody that has the fullness of who we are, but targeted and focused. You are speaking divine union. You are <laughs> literally speaking like you're talking on one level about the union and the marriage of the divine feminine, the divine masculine, right? And the harmony of the two and how they do this thing together. And what I'm hearing you say is so many women have, are so fully open to the, to the feminine, to the intuitive, to the creative nature, to the love, to the wanting to serve, but lacking and, or, you know, almost like what would most help them is the developing of masculine capacities to bring that out into the world to be that laser-like focus to be able to cut through things that they need to cut through to be able to organize to coordinate to work with technology to to find words to even like communicate and find words to translate what is this big beautiful service energy and love energy into something that brains can comprehend which is a linear logical masculine-ish thing so this is mm -hmm. just pure magic. Mm -hmm. 
And I feel like your your message and my message, like the way that I'm just wanted to just presence this, like our communities, because I watch them in both of our groups. I'm in your group and you're in my group and I watch the communities and I really feel like it's it's so supportive of each other because there's this depth that you bring about these wisdom teachings and spirituality. And then that allows me to take that and be like, okay, okay, now let's craft it, mold it, shape it for consumption on the world platform. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it is so incredibly magical. Can you share the name of your Facebook group? So I know everyone knows our Facebook group and I'll put links to both my Facebook group and Kenlin's Facebook mm. group below, but can you just share the name here on the podcast for those who are maybe listening and won't read descriptions of things? Yeah. It's uh, called divine feminine sisterhood rising. Yeah. It's a beautiful space, especially I love it during summit time. Cause it's just so like wild and beautiful. And it's <laughs> similar to our Facebook group. When we do reunion, it'll just be wild and beautiful wild. and these cares and experiences and just so much love bombing going on. Mm-hmm. And so much popping. And I'm watching that. Yeah. I've watched that in your group and my group, just the popping and and what's so important about being in community right now is that you can, you can pop. If yeah. you're not popping, you can get in the group and pop. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so there's this other piece that, that I want, I just want to feel if there's anything else around this making manifest, bringing into the physical mm. world. There's, there's a thread here that I'm feeling that's like just on the other mm. side of the veil. And I, I don't know if there's anything you feel to share in this moment, Kenlin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I had to choose. And so now I get to go back to that one that I d- didn't get awesome. included. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I think that when I'm talking about bringing that energy of the divine masculine inside of me and, and learning how to make love with my own energy as a way of satisfying myself, of being the fullness of myself, not even to get anything on the external world, like it's complete and whole in and of itself. What happens naturally is the outer reflects the inner. This is it. Yeah. You just nailed it. That's exactly the thread that I was feeling. Yeah, that's exactly. And so, and, and the cool thing too, is that the little elves, you know, like when we do that, the little elves get dispatched, the magical elves, and they come to your house even. So, so manifestation queen in my summit is Shelly Bullard and she teaches manifestation, particularly how to find your partner. So she ends up, I don't even know Shelly like a month ago or whatever. She ends up on my, my, the floor in my house, cuddling with me and my friend, because my friend brought her over to introduce her. And I only had like, I only had 15, 20 minutes to talk, you know, like that's, you know, how funny we are. Uh I've only got a little bit of time. And then she comes over and she, she's like, got a message for me. And I'm like, whoa, like, and I, and thank goddess, I, 
I'm awake enough to know when a message is in front of me. <laughs> and, and so she's like, my friend's like, do you know what she does? And I was like, no. And she tells me and, and she's, it's like the, it's like the inner, the inner part of myself that wanted that, that wanted to create that energy, but didn't quite know how the little elf came and actually literally landed on the floor on my sheepskin and a little like a little snuggling and show I didn't know who she was and showed yeah. me how oh. and so then of course I invite her to the summit and of course she said yes and then of course like you know we're weaving even that here now and and and, and so just to let us all know we're not alone you don't yeah. have to know how to do it and we sometimes think like that's where we get in trouble, right? Is the, the overthinking. And we think that it has to look a certain way or it's going to be so hard or, you know, oh my gosh, to, to shift my relationship or to call in a healthier, more supportive, more nourishing, more aligned relationship is going to be nearly impossible. But what I'm always talking about is that the external has to, follow the internal, the internal shifts happen. The physical follows like energetic shifts happen. Physical follows. It's a little bit slower typically, right? But it, it follows suit. So I love that we're talking this thread too. And just that it doesn't necessarily have to be some long drawn out, you know, reflective practice and journaling for hours about how am I going to bring this into my life? <laughs> like, of course, those are really beautiful things to do when they support and they're right. But a lot of times it's what you're saying is it just happens. And we're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, so glad yeah, I, I did that retreat. Oh. <laughs> and I'm and I think there's a component here that I'm, you know, it's kind of like warning, um, but in a good way, like it will involve surrender. Yes. It's, it just, it just will like, like, so, you know, like when you presence that thing about, Oh, I want my relationship to look a certain way. Um, I'm hearing so many of my close friends, they really got up against the wall and had to like come to the place internally where they let it go. Oh. They let it all go. And their thought in their mind was, okay, we're getting a divorce or da, 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 da. And you know, the body goes into fear and fight or flight or anxiety or whatever trauma. But what happens when we get to that wall and we let go, we, I, what I see is like, we start to reconfigure as who we really are. We get our power back. And, and, and nothing, I, I'm going to say it this way, but nothing can happen without your power online. Nothing you want, you know, the, the desires you really want, they, it needs your power online. So then I'm watching now some magic start to happen inside of those conversations that, you know, when I got the call, didn't have a lot of magic to them. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, so it really reaffirms my own faith 
and my own trust in we when we're holding on so tightly the very things that we're nurturing inside in inner are you're gonna require this to be let go and and really free fall into the divine absolutely absolutely i'm so glad you're weaving in the surrender piece mm. the surrender our little picture over to something that can be so much greater surrender over our upper limits our little ways of thinking the stuff that's kept us stuck in the same 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 thing forever is surrendering it over to i don't even actually know what it looks like what the thing that most serves me looks like what the highest form of relationship i could be in right now i don't actually even know what that looks like but i'm going to turn it over i'm going to trust i'm going to invite it in i'm going to hold that but i'm i'm not going to attach to it cling to it hold. yeah i just love that and if it's all right kenlyn to reference when before you and i started the recording <laughs> is that all right yeah totally <laughs> and Lynn and I we get on the call together and before we started recording we were talking about like thank goodness that there's something much greater than me moving things because I would sabotage the crap out of things yeah totally this reminds <laughs> me of that <laughs> absolutely so hopefully that provide you uh salve to others that you really that that there's still a personality running who who does who wants to be comfortable who doesn't want to surrender who doesn't want to go to her edge who hates cold showers <laughs> who hates 6 a.m who hates all of that stuff and who hates like working through other people's crap, like in your in relationship? Why can't they just get it together? You know, why can they just stop triggering me? There's like that person's there and she's not running the show. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yep. So often we talk about the little self taking the back seat, the ego, the false self gets in the passenger seat, gets out of the driver's seat and is in the passenger seat. And the way that you spoke, it is just, it's perfect. It's perfectly that. Well, what I love about your work too, is that you've actually, from what I've heard, is that you've helped women liberate even the way the ego plays, because the ego can be this controlling mechanism. And then there's also the feminine can take the egoic structure of tolerating everything and saying Ugh. she's not spiritual, like I'll tolerate the bad behavior, I'll tolerate the abuse, because that's more spiritual and less egoic. And what I what I hear in a, so much of your teachings is like, no, we get to bring Kali Ma out, we get to be fierce, we get to be pissed, we get to say enough, and that's not egoic. That's actually this, like, you know, there's that's that love. That's truth. It's love. That's exactly. fierce grace. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm, yeah. God, we I can go that. into that for another hour. <laughs> there's oh. one piece, Kenlyn, I know we only have about 10 minutes left together. There's one piece that I want to go into. And then I have a question at the end to ask you. Okay. Um, but the piece that I, 
would love to open the door to is, I know we've kind of talked about what we're seeing coming in 2021, kind of themes of the summit, but I would love to talk about feminine reclamation today. Like not, cause I think we sometimes hear the word feminine reclamation and we're like, oh, it's like reclaiming the ancient ways. Right, like ancient women's wisdom or bringing back the divine feminine. But I, I want to talk about, yes, this, this, I know you have stuff around this. Please, 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 please. Mm. Yeah, thank you for saying that. When you say reclamation, I, what I take that to mean is reclaiming the lost parts of me. Yes, same. And I know that's your work and that's what reunion is about the lost parts and, and truly that's the only reclamation we really need to be doing because the fullness of who we are, the aliveness of who we are, we have the codes. We are including and transcending the feminine of the, the pre-patriarchal feminine, Yes, right? We are including her and transcending her she would not that like that woman is not for this aquarian age yes so it's a it's it's incredible because we we're not alone we're not lost we have all the codes inside us that we're awakening to and that's really why i have the summit initiating an archetype because my theory is you have them all Let's awaken them all so that you are more powerful. You are awake to your power and therefore you can lead. You can be confident in leading, confident in impacting. And I want to say confident in making money because that's a big breakdown of the feminine that I would like to restore, um, to reclaim our ability to make money. And I know we want to make it differently. So let's, let's create that. So the so what we're creating as a new as a worldview as as what gets it, it, we're including and transcending we are we are living her right now and it's going to take reclaiming all parts of us and that's why I think the wound work is important because we have left parts of us on the table due to horrific shit that's happened to us in our childhood in our early lives and when we reclaim the innocence we reclaim the purity and i i love purity that's one of my touchstones and we reclaim the power the sovereignty all the things the sexuality the connection with the divine the embodiment then we sisters you me all of us brothers who are inhabiting their feminine divine feminine we're going to create what's next love that love that love that love that love that i was it's interesting that you referenced ken wilber's work at the start and i've just been listening to little pieces here and there as like little things trickle in and they just seem to light up exactly what's going on in my world at the right time and there was a thing he was saying, he's like, Buddha's enlightenment 
-hmm. is not today's enlightenment. Like it is not the same thing. And I think that was such a very powerful statement. So like point, like to the point, very simple, very clear. It is not the same. It is not the same. Fully in our feminine today is not the same as my grandmother's generation or, you know, hundreds of years ago. It's not the same. And it also brings me to the place of practices that worked five decades ago, 300 years ago, do not work today. They, we are wired differently. Our brains are incredibly different. Our bodies are different. Our societies are different. Everything is so different. And so I'm so glad that we were able to kind of just open the door to this and to speak this and to, yeah, just kind of shine some light on, on some of that. So if there's anything else you want to weave in here. Well, I do want to weave in. Uh, when, when I was reading the Gaia Codex to my group back in the summer, I just did it on a whim. And what stood out to a lot of women were these 64 codes of the, the priestess. And, and the Gaia Codex names a few, but the, the thing about what Sarah Drew said about the Gaia Codex is that it's a living transmission. Yeah. And so she was like, of course, I'm not gonna tell you what they are because you're living them. You tell me what they are. And so that's the invitation right now. Oh. <laughs> like you get to tell us what does that feminine look like who's fully reclaimed what does she feel like i'm learning as i witness the posts in our group and in your group i'm learning who she is i'm feeling myself when i hear you say it and i track it in here it, it awakens something in here so of course we now know that being in community has an exponential mirror effect that that perhaps other generations and and millennia ago did not have and now we have a global thing happening yeah we have this zoom thing happening yeah and so those of you who have said oh i hate technology like we can seriously get over that we, we are have to, <laughs> right we had to. to over in 2020 <laughs> and if any resistance like i'm not going to start my business and do technology it's like yeah, you are. You actually yeah. are. And that doesn't mean you're going to exclude in person when that's allowed. But but there's this thing that wants to be woven. She is doing yes. it. Yes. 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 <laughs> I mean, like, if we want to go kicking and screaming, that's fine. It's still going to happen. We are still being rewired to transmit beyond just in person, right? Like, we are learning how to trans, we are evolving into being able to transmit through time and space in a way that we've never been able to, through being in the same room in physical presence in a way that we've never been able to. Like, I can't even begin to fathom the amount of evolving we just did as humanity because of 2020 and because of the technology that we've had to do. I can't, I can't even fathom like what little new spidey senses have just come online. I mean, there's some that I can definitely sense and feel. And I know I have all these new different spidey senses, but for us as a collective, I, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what's going to happen when telepathy and remote viewing and all that, like, I, I mean, it's just <laughs> not an abnormal thing anymore. It's just, 
common occurrence. It's just, we aren't hiding any, how good is that? We don't, well, there's no hiding. Right. <laughs> Transparency, right? So yeah. yeah, so now do the work of getting super clear with all that's in here, because <laughs> pretty soon- Because we're all gonna, gonna see it, it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Isn't I love it. it. Fantastic. It's just oh. insanely amazing. Like, look, we incarnated now. I know. Wow. The biggest sea change, the probably the biggest leap yep. that will that humanity will make. I mean, who knows? I don't know, but there was a pretty damn big leap. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so Thank oh, you, you. woman, I know that we have to end this and I don't want to, we could talk all day, all night and into probably weeks upon weeks upon weeks, but I would love to ask you the question. I'd love to ask you two questions. First, like what is top of mind for you or what's singing to you loudly right now? What, what's coming through in your work? What are you really called to? What are you really drawn to? Mm -hmm. I know we've talked about a lot of things and I know a lot of those things are singing to you, but if there's anything else, it's mm. kind of top of mind for you or really present mm. for you right now. Uh, and yeah. Thank you. Question thank you. after yeah. that will just okay. be where can everyone find you? And we'll of course have links and descriptions and all of that stuff, but where can everyone find you and okay. your work and things about you? So those mm. two things I would love to. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I feel honored that you asked that question too, because it's such a privilege to be able to name the very um, nascent pieces that are coming through. Like, like I, I don't know if y'all really get this, but it's like this stuff is happening moment by moment daily where I don't even... I don't know the next step. I'm just, it's given. And what was given after the summit was that my work gets to include training people to hold the space. So the D Divine Feminine Inner Circle, the last class gets to become facilitators of the next class. And then, and and so what I'm what I'm seeing is I get to create a structure that has people on the mat right after the learning, the going through the, the feminine empowerment process and purpose clarity process, visioning, then they get to actually teach it to others. And it's so ironic because that's what I was attracted to with Kundalini yoga. And, and then of course that went through a major Plutonian breakdown and and yet that little seed i i really took in and and it just i forgot about it and it started to sprout after the summit and so it's really about structure it's really about training facilitators and teachers to do the work and i get to serve them in their flourishing and that makes me super excited Thank you for asking. <laughs> and where can everyone find more mm. about your work and about you? Uh, well, my website, uh, you can go to kenlincolleen.com. 
You can also go to evolvingsisters.com and it takes you to kenlincolleen.com. And of course, I'd love to see you in the Facebook group, Divine Feminine Sisterhood Rising. Oh, (laughs) what an honor and what a pleasure. And thank you for being our very first guest on the podcast. Thank you. (laughs) All right. On the count of three, we'll just say like, I love you. I love you. I love you to everyone. And then I'll switch us off. All right. On the count of three, one, two, three. I love you. you. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha